Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News. IRS provides tax inflation adjustments for tax year 2022, but first, an attempt at a joke. I apologize in advance. It is amazing that the government has actually convinced themselves that the way out of a debt problem is increased spending. I often think, well, maybe they're just saying that so they have an excuse to spend more money. But no, they really believe it. Granted, there is an argument that increased spending may help jumpstart the economy under certain conditions in a similar way as rolling a car down a hill may help jumpstart an engine. But if you have rolled the car down the entire distance of Mount Fuji, attempting to engage the clutch in every possible way on the way down, having done so for the last 20 years, only to decide after reaching the bottom of the hill to dig a pit halfway to China, a shovel-ready project funded by China, in an attempt to continue the same jumpstart process, hoping to have the car running before you get too deep into Dante's Inferno, so you can drive back out before consumed by eternal darkness, soon realizing your left tire seems to be stuck in one of the three mouths of the big red guy at the bottom of the pit itself, where it is being consumed, looking out your left window seeing Judas, out your right window Brutus, both with faces of agonizing pain as though they have been in the state of eternal consumption for the last 5,000 years or so, maybe, at that point, we should reassess our strategy, possibly admit to some less than optimal decisions, and recognize that we certainly appear to be going in the wrong direction. Okay, maybe that was a bit of an overstatement, but seriously, stop spending our money like a drunken sailor who thinks they have a bottomless pocketbook. IR 2021-219, November 10th, 2021, Washington. The Internal Revenue Service today announced the tax year 2022 annual inflation adjustments for more than 60 tax provisions, including the tax rates, schedules, and other tax changes. Revenue Procedure 2021-45, there's a link to that here, provides details about these annual adjustments. Highlights of changes in Revenue Procedure 2021-45. The tax year 2022 adjustments described below generally apply to tax returns filed in 2023. The tax items for tax year 2022 of greatest interest to most taxpayers include the following dollar amounts. The standard deduction for married couples filing jointly for tax year 2022 raises to $25,900, up $800 from the prior year. The single taxpayers and married individuals filed separately. The standard deduction rises to $12,950 for 2022, up $400. And for head of households, the standard deduction will be $19,400 for tax year 2022, up $600. The personal exemption for tax year 2022 remains at zero as it was for 2021. This elimination of the personal exemption was a provision uh, in the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Let me see if I can give a quick recap of some of the changes that have happened over the last few years, noting that there's been substantial changes that have happened over the last few years. There's likely to be more changes to the tax code in the future. Every time there is a change to the tax code, some people will be positively, positively impacted, some negatively impacted. Whenever we hear about changes to the tax code, we're usually hearing from somebody who was either positively or negatively impacted, which kind of biases their opinion to some degree. And more likely than not, we're hearing from someone who was negatively impacted because that's just human nature. If you feel like you were negatively impacted, you're more likely to say, hey, look, this thing was not good for me particularly. <laughs> so let me give you my quick recap. And obviously I have my biases and so on as well. But just note before the changes, these types of changes that have happened, like the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, 
We had, of course, an income tax. The income tax, if you think about it from a natural standpoint, you would think that the things that you would deduct would either be a set deduction that everyone would get as unified, as uniform as possible, and or those types of things that you needed to expend in order to generate your income. In other words, they shouldn't be taxing you on gross income, but net income, you should be able to deduct the things that you needed to expend in order to generate the income. Those would be kind of like a natural type of deduction for an income tax. But then in the tax code, what ended up happening is we have the standard deduction. Then we have these kind of exemptions, which kind of act like as another decrease before this change happened for the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. And then we have these itemized deductions. And the itemized deductions were things that a lot of people like, but they're also things that aren't really exactly natural to an income tax and things that like, well, what if we put in mortgage and, you know, what if we put state taxes and stuff? What if we put charitable deductions? These kind of stuff that people thought this would be a good idea for a deduction, even though it's not kind of like a natural type of deduction. Those things got piled up in the itemized deductions, the Schedule A. But they also wanted to simplify the tax code so that most people don't itemize, right? So most people just have this standard deduction that they're going to take and that'll make the tax return easier to do while still allowing us to pack in all these itemized deductions, which typically will be benefiting the more wealthy individuals that have the capacity to itemize on these, on these, all these other kind of things that tend to go in that area. And then they, the idea, I believe, was to try to simplify the tax code, flatten it out, remove a lot of the deductions. They couldn't actually just take out the itemized deductions. But what they did instead, it said, we're going to keep that there so you still have the benefit, but we're going to increase the standard deduction, which is the deduction that most people take. Low to mid-income people actually take the standard deduction. And by increasing the standard deduction, they, they lessened the amount of people that will, will be itemizing, lessening the impact of the itemized deducting, deductions for more of the middle you know, to lower income individuals typically that would just take the standard deduction. They also eliminated the exemption, kind of replacing it with the, the child tax credit and or other dependent credit. And for most people, the idea was that was going to simplify the code. Now, obviously, things that people that are benefiting, you know, on some of the items in the itemized deduction, they made changes to that as well. One of the big ones being state tax deductions, which has a big difference in terms of which state you are in. Obviously, the high income tax states, the cost of living states that are higher, were benefiting from the state tax, which generally more wealthy individuals were being able to take on the itemized deduction. And that, that hurt a lot of people in a lot of places to take the salt tax. So, so now the idea would be, well, did we go, you know, did we go too far on those kind of changes? And you're thinking at this point, could there be, you know, reversion back at some, in some way, some way, shape or form uh, to, to going back to possibly a tax code that's more likely to be more complex again, because you, they might either make the itemized deductions more relevant once again, and or they're going to try to try to push away the itemized deductions, leave those as they are, and stuff other stuff that they want to include that aren't natural type of deductions will start to creep over to other places. They're going to find their way into other areas of, of the tax code that are outside the itemized deduction is what we would imagine happening. Things like credits and things like other, er, other deductions that are outside kind of the itemized deductions, kind of like the charitable deductions is the first one that kind of creeped over to the, to out of the itemized deduction other well. And I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just saying it's going to, you know, it's going to complicate. It's, it's, you know, trade off between complication 
and uh, and what what you think about the deduction being good or bad or so on. So those are just you know kind of a quick recap of of what we've seen lately, and now and we'll see what happens going forward. So in any case, marginal rates for tax year 2022, the top tax rate remains 37% for individual single taxpayers with incomes greater than 539,900, 647,850 dollars for married couples filing jointly. The other rates are 35% for incomes over 215,950. Uh, $431,900 for married couples filing jointly, 32% for incomes over $170,050, $350,100 for married couples filing jointly, 24% for incomes over $89,075, $178,150 for married couples filing jointly, 22% for incomes over $41,775, $83,550 for married couples filing jointly, 12% for incomes over $10,275, $20,550 for married couples filing jointly. The lowest rate is 10% for income of single individuals with incomes of $10,275 or less, $20,550 for married couples filing jointly. For 2022, as in 2021, 2020, 2019, and 2018, there is no limitation on itemized deductions as that limitation was eliminated by the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. The alternative minimum tax exemption amount for tax year 2022 is 75900 and begins to phase out at 539 $1,918,100 for married couples filing jointly for whom the exemption begins to phase out at $1,079,800. The 2021 exemption amount was $73,600 and began to phase out at $523,600, $114,600 for married couples filing jointly for whom the exemption began to phase out at $1,047,200. The tax year 2022 maximum earned income tax credit amount is $6,935 for qualifying taxpayers who have three or more qualifying children up from $6,728 for tax year 2021. The revenue procedure contains a total a, tax, a table providing maximum EITC amounts for other categories, income thresholds, and phase-outs. So the earned income tax credit is one of the most complex kind of credits there are. So there's a lot of uh, nuance in terms of you know, how exactly that's going to be calculated. But So you can look at the tables for more details on that. Software is quite useful to calculate that credit. For tax year 2022, the monthly limitation for the qualified transportation fringe benefit and the monthly limitation for qualified parking increases to 280 for the taxable year beginning in 2022. The dollar limitation for employee salaries reductions for contributions to health flexible spending arrangements increases to 2850 For cafeteria plans that permit the carryover of unused amounts, the maximum carryover amount is $570, an increase of $20 from taxable years beginning in 2021. For tax year 2022, par uh, participants who have self-only coverage in a medical savings account, the plan must have an annual deductible that is not less than 
$450, up $50 from tax year 2021, but no more than $3,700, an increase of $100 from tax year 2021. For self-only coverage, the maximum out-of-pocket expense amount is $4,950, up $150 from 2021. For tax year 2022, for family coverage, the annual deductible is not less than $4,950, up from $4,800 in 2021. However, the deductible cannot be more than $7,400, up $250 from the limit for tax year 2021. For family coverage, the out-of-pocket expense limit is $9,050 for tax year 2022, an increase of $300 from tax year 2021. The modified adjusted gross income used by joint filers to determine the reduction in the lifetime learning credit provided in Section 25AD2 is not adjusted for inflation for taxable years beginning after December 31, 2020. The lifetime learning credit is phased out for taxpayers with modified adjusted gross income in excess of $80,000, $160, thousand dollars for joint returns. For tax year 2022, the foreign income the foreign earned income exclusion is $112,000, up from $108,700 for tax year 2021. Estates of uh, decedents who died during 2022 have a basic exclusion amount of $12,060,000, up from a total of $11,700,000 for estates of decedents who died in 2021. The annual exclusion for gifts increases to 16000 for calendar year 2022, up from 15000 for calendar year 2021. It's up to 16000 for calendar year 2022, up from 15000 for calendar year 2021. The maximum credit allowed for adoptions for tax year 2022 uh, is the amount of qualified adoption expenses up to 14890 up from 14440 for 2021.